How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the uh, happy New Orleans voice of your everyday local announcer. 105.13. Wait a minute. I always get that wrong, too. 105.3 FM HD2. I got it right. Boy, that's uh, that's an exciting thing. I know it doesn't seem like much, but, uh, you know, it's the little things in life. Isn't that true, Alan? Yes, Alan? it is, the little things. I, and, I agree uh, with you. One, Alan, Alan Taub is also here to AUB. Did I get that right? Uh, yes, uh, Alan yeah. Taub. Uh, more like, like if somebody pinches you, you go, ow. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> and how do you feel about that now, at that mo- this moment? I'm good. Nobody's pinching me, but uh, it's oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good a, Yeah. On the onset, it's, it's a pleasure to be joining you uh, on the show today. Yes, I'm really excited about this. Yeah, Marianne uh, came in and said, you know, I'm going to get Alan in here, get rid of you, and then have him come in and show how radio really can be done. <laughs> or, or was that just thing she said, or was that uh, thing that sh- it started off with? That moron, and then it went on from there, you know. So uh, now you're going to, folks, you're going to hear something that you're going to make, it's going to make you scratch your the top of your head, and you, you'll you say, gee, I don't really have an answer to that, but but uh, it, it's all going to work it together, I'm telling you. So um, Alan over here uh, has joined us to uh, do our program today. And the reason you might be easy to figure this one out, as you know, there are some kind of hard-to-figure-out events going on in the world these days. But we have somehow made it through our what we need to do to keep us on the air and to do all the things that you have to do to be a person in a smart kind of way for the other people around you. I don't know if it, that works, but the, so far it has been, I mean, at least for me. Uh, uh, did that make any sense to you by any chance, Alan? Well, um, I'm, a, I'm a fan, and I always listen to the show, so uh, everything you yeah. say makes uh, makes total sense. Um, but Well, how did I make that for, mistake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. For folks that, that might want to or might want to know, I, I guess you're probably thinking, well, well who is this guy, Alan? Uh, let, let me just say, uh, uh, introduce myself as being your waiter back in... My waiter. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, in the 70s. I'm just going to go ahead and say the mid-70s um, through the 80s. Ah. I don't think I ever made it to the point where um, I was uh, requested by you 
only because um, Tom, I, 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 I didn't stay longer than a couple of years, uh, two, three, four years uh, at most at, at any given restaurant. Mm. Um, and most of the most of the waiters that uh, you recall by name have been there uh, probably a generation or two. Um, mm-hmm. But that said, um, it was always a pleasure uh, to to wait on you on those occasions that I did. Um, I do remember. I, I think the last time I waited on you was um, um, when uh, Alex Tattoo had his restaurant. Um, no kidding. St. Charles Avenue uh, near Lee Circle. It was behind um, a mo- not, not a motel, but it was a hotel. I remember uh, it very well. You would get in this this uh, thing, yeah. and you would it would drive you to sort of the middle of the block. You know, it, it, it's <laughs> kind of hard to explain, but that's where all of their back uh, tricks were happen uh, happening and. Uh, and they would go back there and do all the cooking, and a lot of it was very, very good. There were a couple of dishes there that uh, I will, still I make to this day. Uh, yeah, um, but I, actually, even after that, I waited. I was your waiter maybe once or twice. Um, usually, some of the older guys that have been there that this, they had seniority, they, they would wait on you. But um, yeah. I did have the opportunity to wait on you at Andrea's. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> we were talking to Chef Andrea just yesterday. And it, it, some, it just, just occurs to me. Do you remember Miss Aggie? Miss Aggie? Cashier? Aggie was the cashier at, um, at Andrea's. And I'm just wondering if you oh, remember yeah. her. And, and, and perhaps not. Perhaps not. That, that's okay. I mean, that's just. I just, I, uh, she was a wonderful lady, and I know she worked for um, Chef Andrea for mm-hmm. uh, for the years I worked there. But um, anyway, that's that, that's. So were you, were you were there? This is a, a no-brainer kind of a question, but I feel like I have to ask it. Were you a waiter there most of the time, or did you have other things to do over there? So when I at was Andrea's. at Andrea's, I, I worked myself up to a front. Well, I was a front waiter, mm-hmm. and. The my back waiter is still there, from what I understand. Really, uh, Santino. His name is Santino. Oh, of course, he's still there, and he's been there since the day one, I think. Sandini. Well, tell me his name again. I've I've yes, never quite uh, known. Santino. Uh, Santino and Santino. Santino yeah. yeah. He has been there a long time. Um, he sure I, has. Yeah, I mean, gosh. It was there, I think, when I, when I was there back in, oh, I guess around 1980, uh, 80, yeah, 81, 82, something like that. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he was um, he was terrific. He would speak, you know, he'd go into the kitchen, and um, he and Chef Andre would go at it in Italian. Um, yeah, and they would they would be telling this kind of the same story back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> but uh, But the reason for that was that, uh, but they both spoke Italian very well, and it just was the natural thing to do, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, Chef Andrea being from uh, Anacapri, as you know, and, and I suppose that's uh, uh, more north. Uh, I know that mm-hmm. Santino is from, from Sicily, I think. He was Sicilian, or, or it is, as I say, as he's still there. Uh, but, yeah, I miss, uh, I miss him, and 
um, the other fellows that were there, some of them were in college, but, uh, oh, goodness, they were, they were uh, Jose was uh, one of the players. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, I, I, I embarrassed myself when I tried to remember all their names, but uh, it was a pleasure working with those guys and, and also for Chef Andrea, I must say. Do you remember when I did um, and what, what became of this? Anna Capri was a restaurant. Anna Capri, yeah. yeah. He had this place on Decatur Street. Also yeah. Part of, I, re- I remember uh, that was uh, one that Chef Andre had at one right, point or another. Right. Yeah. And I, this was, um, I want to say, maybe early 90s. Um, my girlfriend was a waitress there. I didn't work there. I worked um, uh, at Andrea's in Metairie. I thought, you know, I thought, how is Chef Andre going to do this? Because, you know, he's such a hands-on guy. He, he really, he, need, he, he needs to be in the restaurant. And I thought, how is he going to split himself in two? Because he wanted to be at Anna Capri, and he also wanted to be at Andreas at the same time. And, of course, he, he, he couldn't. He's, um, you know, he's a mortal man like uh, like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> And but he was he was uh, plagued with one problem that he never uh, ever got away from, and uh, that was also true of a lot of other restaurants too. That hotel, which is a great location for a hotel, it's a fairly nice looking place too. But boy, getting uh, from your car to that place was really a challenge because it was it was, it was a little too small is the problem. Uh, yeah, but but uh, you remember what I'm talking about if you saw it even once. Oh, uh, that's why that's why uh, the most uh, I think the majority of Andrea's uh, customers, uh, the locals, all went to uh, his Metairie location, and I think Anna Capri was uh, mostly tourists, I believe, with the exception mm-hmm. of um, uh, the locals, of course, that live in the quarter and downtown area. Um, they would go there, but was it? Do you know? Was it primarily the same menu? And uh, it was. Yes, but like, it was a lot like it. But he was trying to do a, a a blend of New Orleans food and Italian food, and just put it together. And he did a pretty good job on it. One uh, one version of that that I remember very distinctly. It was something he called. I want to say uh, the rice. Uh, uh, Raffioni, or you know, I forget what it exactly was. R- Ralph and uh, oh. what? His risotto. It was like a risotto. It wasn't exactly, but he had crab meat and shrimp and that kind of thing in it. It was a little on the spicy side. It really didn't come across as an Italian restaurant. It came across as the other kind that he did, just straight ahead Italian from Sicily, as you mentioned, and also where he is from, Capri. That's where he came from. Mm. Uh, I see. Uh, well, so. I, I was going to say that um, there's another restaurant that was uh, not far from there um, yeah. back in those days. And uh, I'm going to throw it out there to see if you recall this. It was on North Peters as well. Bella Luna. Bella Luna. You, you know, somebody called me just a couple of days ago and w- wanted to know about that that, that restaurant. And I didn't, I, I couldn't even make the connection, but I think now that you've said it, that that is there. Uh, and this was, mm-hmm. it, uh, it was on uh, South Peter, 
as you said. There was somebody called me from right around there, and mm-hmm. uh, and then take it from there. Does that ring any bells for you? <laughs> I, no, I, I, you know, I don't. Re- I remember seeing the place. I, uh, I, I don't recall their menu, but um, and, and a lot, uh, it, uh, a lot of these places. Maybe they they'd be there for a couple of years, as you know, and then uh, they'd be gone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I read a statistic that one out of three restaurants make it uh, past three years mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. So I, I, that's um, not the best. Uh, you know, the odds are against you. I think in the restaurant business, it's. It, it certainly seems thing. that way sometimes, and sometimes it seems like they've got the whole thing on the on a swing. I've got the song on a string. No, who would need a string for anyway? Uh, I had um, I went into business with a, a guy from New York. We we opened up a pizza parlor on Magazine yeah. Street. I think I, I might have mentioned Peter's Pizza was the name of it. It was uh, not um, well. We had. Typically, uh, most of the student uh, clientele. Um, but we were the first ones in New Orleans, I'm proud to say, that, that would sell pizza by the twice. Pizza by the twice? By the twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard worse ideas. Pizza by the twice. And um, mm-hmm. the, the kids, the students loved that. Uh, they would just, because uh, it was a heavy foot traffic. It was close to Audubon Tavern. Too. So uh, we we had a kind of a spillover from from the kids, like the, the students that would hang out and party over there. At eighty um, twos, I think was the name of Ottoman mm-hmm. Tavern, or uh, a nickname for it. But yeah, those were those were those were long ago, days long ago for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, there are plenty of those where they came from, and so keep listening to us, and we'll give you a few more of them, and then you'll think of a few more yourself. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Hanging with us today, uh, right over there, not over there, but over there, Alan Taub. T- oh, how do you pronounce that? Taub or Taub? Uh, uh, well, Taub is um, Taub. pronounced, but okay. um, I'll take Taub as well, but uh, it, it is an unusual name. It's a German uh, name for, German word for dub. Yeah. A dub, a bird. A dub, so, Okay. The meaning, but Taub, yeah. And, you ever watch? Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was, I was just going to add that um, uh, I'm teaching up here in Seattle, but um, I, I waited tables in New Orleans for about 25 years um, mm-hmm. before um, I decided to uh, uh, to enter the, uh, the the world of education. Mm. I, I think that being what a was... waiter. Oh, okay. Really prepared. Uh, being a waiter, I was going to say, prepared me for uh, teaching more than anything else. I'd have to say. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, I can I easily imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, we, we've got to take a. Uh, let yeah. me put you on hold for a minute. We're going to just take a short break, and we'll be back with more of the food show. And if you haven't quite figured out about uh, Stal Allen and Steel Tabin, no, wait a second. No, I, I'm, I'm goofing around with his name a little bit. Anyway, uh, Alan will be back, and we'll cover some other matters. After first, if you will, this. Oh, welcome back. It's the food show, all right. And here we are talking about eating, drinking, restaurants, and cooking, and wine, and all of that. 
And with us today is Alan Taub. And um, he is uh, a, a former waiter, I get the impression, or have you moved on to a new career? Yep. Uh, 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 you have? Right now I'm working. I'm in um, special education. I'm a specialist, and I work uh, in Seattle Public Schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds about, good. About uh, five years now, and um, I still get uh, the itch to, uh, you know, I tell my wife, you know, I, I have my evenings free. Maybe I should uh, I could get a job, get back to what I really love doing, and that's waiting tables. But, oh, um, do you? Says, well, I still, I miss it. I, I must say, I just like uh, the restaurant. Just being in the restaurant business is um, mm-hmm. is exciting, and and um, having pe- you know making people happy is uh, is so it's fun. <laughs> uh, well, it better be. Hey, do you know this uh, this uh, TV show that comes on on the? Uh, it's the Tonight Show now, and a guy by the name of Jimmy. What's his last name? Anybody know? Oh, uh, Jimmy Kim- Kimmel. Jim- yeah, that's close. Kimmel? I'm not. I'm, I, I'm not sure if that's exactly it, but it's close enough. Yeah. Kimmel. Well, every time I see this guy, I re- am reminded about another host to a show like that. Except he went a long way a long time ago. Uh, remember, uh, what was his name? Bobby Bobby Allen, I think was his name. He was the uh, he, he was the uh, guy on the channel on the um, uh, on the, the, all of what we've been talking about, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so now it's uh, slipped over into that little pit over there. Sorry. Anyway, oh, so he, enough of he that. Said, I, I think listen, I know you're talking about. He, he, Steve he Allen. That's a, it. Took me a minute. Steve Allen. And this guy ah. was the he was the original uh, host of the Tonight Show. And he had a style that reminds me a lot of, of a few other people in the business. Uh, that, and he's, except he seems to be a little smarter. I don't know. I, he, wasn't he a piano player as well? Or is yeah, that my he, imagination? Yeah, he was a piano player, and he had a lot of other gifts, too. He was really brilliant, I thought. Always, always did. Oh, I wish they and, could and, do some uh, repairs of it on and put it back on TV or something. Oh, well. He also sang, I believe. Who? If, if I'm if, if I'm correct, he was also he, he would sing too. I don't know if he would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had he had the whole thing down. Yeah, it was a, a an unusually uh, high quality host. I'd love to be a guy like that. But then again, don't we have our own little things to take care of? Two six zero six three six eight. Is our telephone number two six zero six three six eight? With us is Alan and uh, Alan Tobe. And where do we go next, Alan? Give me something to talk well, about. Or you just talk about I, You know, uh, I'm going to throw this out there because I know that um, every right. once in a while uh, you and Marianne will um, throw a, uh, not really a, a, a contest, but uh, the folks listening, but to have people call in if they know the answer to things. But I always knew that there were a couple of um, restaurants in New Orleans um, that had Shea, which is spelled um, C-H-E-D, as in Shea Helene. So oh. I'm going to give one uh-huh. way. Uh, mm-hmm. Shea Helene. But 
and I don't know if they were all at the same time, but I think so. Um, there are three other restaurants that began with the, uh, the word Shea. Uh, and Shea, C-H-E-Z, what time I guess. Oh, yeah. You saw that on a lot of uh, a lot of menus, and they also one of the places where they were seen very frequently and cut a new whole deal for themselves uh, were uh, restaurants. They were very much home style restaurants who would go over there and Chez Halin, the famous one was Chez, C H E Z, H E L E I N E, which was uh, the man who was one of the first uh, first class. Really good uh, uh, hosts, I guess you could call them, but a waiter. Uh, and he uh, did all of this in the uh, black community back at that time, which was just beginning and shortly thereafter became one of the most interesting and best uh, restaurants in that part of the city. It, uh, I was just getting into all of that back in that exact time. It would have been in the 1970s. And, uh, mm. but. It was it was terrific knowing those guys. Yes, yeah, uh, Chazeline was on North Robertson, if, if I remember exactly. But, um, Good for you. And in Metairie, there was um, Chez or Chez Danielle. You sure did. Yep, there's another one. Chez Danielle. Uh, Danielle Danielle was uh, was a unique guy. Uh, I knew him very very good friends. He and I. But what a guy. He, he, we didn't see too many chefs that had the kind of class he had. No? Do you remember, uh, Tom, yes. do you remember um, Chez Fran- uh, Francais on Kingman Drive, by any chance? Kingman Drive. No, I can't say. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This is sort of off the uh, – uh, this is a big parking lot right next to the Clearview Mall, isn't it? Or am I thinking I think of something so. else? Yeah. And and they had uh, they had Middle Eastern uh, food, so you would, oh. you would get uh, uh, you know uh, Honduran and uh, Nicaraguan and all of that uh, and Cuban food a lot of that back in those days. Uh, well, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you too, uh, 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 about uh, another one, uh, Tom. I'm, I'm pulling right. these out. These are um, all from your uh, uh, database, but um, just just restaurants that 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 have um, come and gone, I guess. And mm-hmm. I don't think Crozes, Cro, Cro, and I'm, I might be mispronouncing it. It, it looks like Crozier's. Crozier's, yeah. You know, uh, Crozier's. That's that's the right way to say it. Crozier's. Yeah, I, I, I found out that Crochet's. there were two. Lo- he had two locations at one time. He did. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Lake Forest Boulevard and West Esplanade. That's that's where he started. He started uh, in in New Orleans East, in a little tiny shopping mall, and uh, it was just him and his wife. And the two of them had both in the business been been in had been in the business for quite a while. And I just happened to be heading for home. I lived out that way. And uh, and I saw a sign up at the top of the building that said French cuisine. And uh, I looked at it and I said, that's impossible. There's no way there's French cuisine here <laughs> in New Orleans East, which was very different from what it is now. 
And uh, I took a look. I walked in. There he was. There she was. They pretty much said, hey, you've, you've got to be out of your mind if you don't uh, get this French food and, and these wines. We've got some nice wines to deal with, too. And let me tell you, he shortly thereafter got an eight-star eight star voice. Let's try that one more time. Four, five-star five rating. That's what I gave him. And he was that from there till the rest of his life, and which and that happened in a funny kind of way too. He was uh, a singer, not a singer. He was a uh, he was a kind of guy who would uh, go for a run for a few few miles, <laughs> and his wife was that way too. Interesting, okay. interesting, interesting guy. Uh, and uh, he, I I wish he hadn't. He. Uh, he passed away is what happened. It was just a, a, a strange thing. He just, one day he was sitting on the sofa and bang. Strange. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I wonder about restaurants. Because it seems to me that um, back in the 60s, uh, yeah. and I was, I was a kid then, but um, it seems like there were more French restaurants in New Orleans um, without... And, and I know that the Creole influence, the influence of Creole food, was there. But but how true to French cooking uh, did they were they able to 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 follow? In other words, um, I'm wondering if the influence was so strong when Cajun uh, and Creole food became more popular that the, their menus had to uh, to veer from traditional french dishes mm -hmm. you know can you think of any traditional french restaurants um in new orleans uh or the new orleans area now we didn't see I too think. too much of it but uh he yeah, gerard crozier he had it out there mm -hmm. he really did he had uh, his his uh muscles just to pick one of them off the top of my head and, uh. Uh, and more than a few more others too uh he was terrific. Also, it seems that you don't see too many Spanish, not not uh, Mexican. Now, I'm, when I say Spanish, I mean from Spain. Um, mm -hmm. I remember you might recall Altamira. Altamira, yeah, I sure do. Yeah, uh, that one got kind of got itself hidden, and he, he was it was not particularly well known although if you did get to know it you would know right off the bat that this was definitely worth going to and enjoying the food it always was good hey, so, have they been they've been out of business a while I guess they probably left tell me the name again I'm sorry I, I, I lost it for a second uh, Altamira. Altamira uh, restaurant. Oh, Altamira. Al yeah. Yeah, Altamira. And I think that was in Metairie, was it? Or was that the one in New Orleans East? I, just, I Originally, I think they had one. Oh, goodness. I thought it was downtown, but it close to the river. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I can't quite recall. Uh, uh, I want to I say the lower... Um, uh, CBD area. When I say lower, close to the warehouse district, but um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not quite certain. Yeah. But, well, it was a yeah, small restaurant too, so that made it even harder. So, 
That's just the way yeah. it was. Hmm. Yeah, but that was a good, definitely a good one. We had a, we always had a few good Spanish restaurants in the area, uh, scattered around the city, uh, but rarely more than one or two of them. I think we only have maybe one right now. I see. Oh well. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about food, restaurants, cooking, and wine. Great to have you here for all the other things that could be listening to you right now. Let's not do that. And instead, we can put in a word or two here about whatever it is you have been cooking lately. The one that's kind of been grabbing us over the weekend. We Actually, this has been going on. Uh, my wife and uh, her... Wait a minute. How, how, how do I say this? It's not that a... It's a strange thing. It's just I can hardly ever remember, figure out the. Uh, well, we'll come back from the news and then, or from the uh, of the break, and then we'll see if anything has popped up. It's the Food Show on 105.3 FM HD2. This is the Food Show. We have been me uh, over here, and uh, hanging around and talking about stuff because you know why not? And uh, with me is uh, Alan Tobe. Who is talking about? He was a waiter for a good while, and uh, then you have me, Tom Fitzmorris. I'm just, you know, I'm here, and that's what I plan to do for a while. We've only been on this air uh, shaft only uh, almost five years, you know. So it's, you know, oh, it's, uh, it's th- thirty-one. Uh, okay, I'm guessing 30. too high. I th- well, I think it's more like I I, I think. 33. Now, I know Marianne has always said that they're going on 32, but mm. uh, it's, uh, well, anyways, it's, it's well over 30 years, and it's, yeah. um, and I'm the sorry. Only, you know, I'm sorry you have to listen to me instead of Marianne, so uh, <laughs> nothing much I could do about it. Hmm? I, I, I'm sorry that 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 you have to um, uh, permit me to to pick your brain on some throwing out all these restaurants. We, mm. um, some of them long ago, but um, uh, it's not it's not an impression. I think, I think that uh, even even if they were if they're still not here, that they were good enough to to make it on the map of uh, New Orleans um, famous restaurants. Um, and uh, goodness, I was about to ask um, if you remembered uh, Mumphrey's restaurant. Mumphrey's, I remember. I remember the name, but I can't remember what it was. Do, can you tell me? Mumphrey's restaurant was on Canal, uh, forty, uh, close to the fifty uh, forty nine hundred block, the fifty hundred block. Um, Mumphrey's, I, I know the family. Um, I think they also had. Uh, Fitzgerald uh, at West End, um, or, or mm-hmm. somehow related. Now I don't know if it was through marriage. Somebody married um, someone from the, from uh, the West End restaurant, but uh, Mumphrey's was. Gosh, it's one of the old ones. Uh, they used to say, well, it said on the internet that, that they were established in 1903. Yeah, um, 1903. Got. Yeah. That's a- <laughs> A long time ago. Yeah, so I and I don't recall when they closed down exactly, but um, mm. you know there was another one on Canal Street. It was um, uh, 
There were a few of them uh, up, up and down Canal Street. There were lots of funny little restaurants uh, around there. Uh, True. It seems like there were a lot more back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one jotted down, but it, I think it was uh, Knit City Seafood. Knit City? Knit City Seafood, yeah. Knit City. No, I can't tell you that's come my way. That was that was in the early nineties. That was uh, forty one thirty nine Canal Street. Mm-hmm. It would be great if uh, if uh, anybody's listening to this that uh, if they remember any of these these restaurants um, that we're we're talking about that then that mm-hmm. I'm tossing out here randomly <laughs> somewhat, but uh, some obvious and some not so obvious. Um, yeah. Uh, or some, yeah, well, it, that's uh, certainly true. I mean, the, same Mandinas, for example, they have gone up and down, back and forth uh, over the years, forever, and a lot of regular customers. And the place itself doesn't change all that much, but they they certainly stand up to just standing around and looking at each other. I think they they were even when I you know I left um, two thousand nine. Um, they were only accepting cash. Now, I think they changed that policy, as probably all the restaurants have. Uh, but I remember there was a time when there were a few restaurants in New Orleans that would only accept cash. It wouldn't take credit cards. Um, uh, well, there were a bunch the, of them like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, Mandina's was, was within walking distance of my house. I, I mm-hmm. still like Mandina's. Um, I do too. Yeah, what, what, I, I always you, thought they made a good uh, artichoke and oyster soup. I always thought they did that really uh, well. That's true. That's true. Uh, they also have a turtle soup on the menu, but it's um, yeah. As most places, it's uh, I guess veal, not real turtle. There are mm-hmm. very few places I think that, that have the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, are you tired of me throwing out these? Uh, these uh, no, heck, this is what I do for a living. You know, this is so. I've been <laughs> doing this for forty something years, and in this case, I'm really telling you the truth. It's the well, I'm bouncing show. around. It, hmm? Do we have a caller? I think we just might. Let's find out if we uh, if we do. Uh, oh, caller, are you hanging around there? Would you oh. mind stopping in here and uh, share us your wisdom with us? I say there, uh, huh? Say something, uh, sir or madam, who might happen to be on our. Hello. Well, I don't hear I'll, anybody I'll, there. They. Oh, well, we tried. You, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, for some reason, I may, maybe it was my phone. It kind of flipped. But uh, how about Bo, is Bozo's still around, huh? Well, yes and no. Bozo's, uh, the the two people who ran it. That was the the guy who owned it who that was his nickname uh, bozos and th- by the way the reason his name was bozos is that that was he, that was not his joke name that was, was his real name and he said imagine when i was in uh the army during world war ii and people would just walk up to me and tell me i'm a bozo <laughs> anyway he uh they uh operated that until uh, bozo decided to uh retire and he raised uh, reasonably should because he was in his late 80s 
and his wife, uh, not too long after that, in her 90s, she moved on, too. So they they sold it to uh, one of their regular customers going back many, many years. And uh, so th- uh, that guy uh, just took advantage of it. Uh, it's um, Eddie's. Let's see what he, if I can remember the name. It's uh, the Eddie's. Eddie's. Yeah, it's Eddie's uh, Seafood and Oyster Bar. Yeah, that's it. And he had everything in it that Bozos used to have. It's the same recipe, same everything else. It was terrific. If you ever like the old Bozos, go to that. It's uh, just off of Veterans Highway in on 23rd Street, I think. Now, is, this is not to be confused with uh, Mr. Ed's, is it? Mr. Ed's. Yeah, but they, they came from the same place, though. Ah, Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's that was what the story was. Ah. Well, look, look, I'm going to take a break from from uh, throwing out uh, these places. I still have a list here, but uh, I'm going to ask you, uh-huh. Tom, because um, yeah. again, I'm, I'm, where did you where did did you go any place special for lunch today? Uh, let's see. Did I eat lunch today? No. I had a a very uh, nice omelet, which is the. Uh, it's the thing that we eat where I live at the moment. Um, and as you probably might guess, there are certain little uh, forces moving around in the places where we live right now. Well, this resulted in my having a great little omelet every morning. It's pretty wild, I, huh? I, I, re- I recall you said, uh, Tom, this was a couple of days ago, that, that your daughter, um, now I uh, I think she's a, she goes, to, I forget her name. She's a Mary as well. Is, is it Mary Whoops. Lee? Mary Lee, that's her. Yeah. It's my Mary daughter. Lee. And, and uh, yeah. a very, very, uh, a really great artist, among other things. Now, she's an expert at omelets, it sounds to me. Yeah, that's not the easiest thing in the world, but you ought to see it. She she lets it run a little bit. That wouldn't be for everybody, but I like it. So it kind of runs around on the plate, and that's, thank you, darling. This is just what I love. I agree so, with you. Uh, I, 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 even with scrambled eggs, um, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't really like it when it's uh, too older now. Too, too oh, late. sure, that's no good. I, I hate dried-out yeah. omelets. When they start getting dried up, I, I can't stand You know what? I ought to be telling you about the restaurant where I went to last night with Marianne, which was a pleasure. It was her, her name, actually. is um, um, You know, I'm going to blow this name of this place, but it's right overlooking uh, uh, the Jefferson, Punch Train Jefferson, you know? Hmm. Uh, right, huh? What? I heard an, another burst of something. So anyway, uh, we went over to we went to the uh, the, the the spot where you just can sit down and watch the waves come in, and then we went and we sat down and we continued to watch the uh, the wind going and the and the and all the uh, other things up there too. But we had a really terrific dinner there, and uh, they had some um, of that. Three-way, I don't think exactly it. There's a fish that grows in these quarters, and it's called the three-way. Somebody's probably got a better name for it than that. 
Triple Tail, thank you very much. That's exactly what it is. Anyway, it was on as a menu last night, and so Marianne and I both got it. It was so good. And uh, that's a, a place to go that I don't know why I don't go there very often, uh, but I'm going to start taking it a little bit more than I, I used to. It's, it's a good, good place. Do you, do you typically get uh, an appetizer before your first course? And you like me, Tom, and really can't eat that much anymore. Yeah, I, I, same issue that you were telling. Yeah, what, keep going. I'm sorry. They, uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to just burst in on you there. Oh, um, no, I was, was going to ask, what, what, what did you have? What was what, What's the, the best thing uh, about this place, or what did they well, do very well? We, we had a little salad that was no big deal. The fish was tremendously good. And then they had a few other things. They have something that will sound like a good idea, but it is not a good idea, so listen to this. You're going to go to this place, the name of which, here we go, another one where we can't think of the name. Somebody know the, the name of this place? Uh, anyway, uh, where was I? I'm completely confused on everything. Uh, well, I was curious so, about how they prepare the fish. Is this yeah, something that... that it, it was... You can imagine uh, what you'd come out with if you had uh, trout amandine. And, and mm -hmm. you would have almost the same fish, except that it's a, uh, it's a bit bigger and it lacks nowhere else. It has a great flavor. It's, it, the texture is really nice. It's a nice color. Uh, I wouldn't hesitate to get that for, you know, another 20 times. So that's a, that's a winner. What's the name of that place? It's like Jackie's or something like that. It's right on the lakefront, right there. Somebody see if I if I was if I was living there, but but and I I, rem, I do recall Marianne. She likes to sit outside. You say you were sitting. Uh, you had that's a, where she loves. A, yep, that's it. So I should know the name of the place. <laughs> There's two or three places that yeah. you two go to uh, where it's uh, outside dining it, on the nice I've just, night. I've just had it offered that it was the blue, uh, the blue what? Blue crab. blue crab. No, it's not. That, that's a big, ship, almost ship-looking kind of place. This is uh, what some little guy who goes fishing every couple of days comes back to the restaurant and sells it to him, and then they, they are there to enjoy it. That's what we're talking about here. But uh, if you heard the name, it it's something like, Jackie or a killer or something like, but but their food has been good for quite a while. It's been around for a while. You know, I I, I remember a time, Tom, when when it seemed like almost every menu in New Orleans that's it's sold fish, mm -hmm. of course, and most of them do. Yeah. Where uh, we went through that blackened craze. Uh, that um, oh yeah yeah, Chef Paul Prudhomme, he he's responsible for that. But you know what? I think that's actually a great technique, but I don't think you want to put it on everything. That's that's the only trick to avoid. Just don't eat them all at once. Well, I, I also think that, that it, it's a type of dish that, that Chef Paul, it is, uh, he's, he's famous for it, and he did He sure is. He did, did it best, and I think a lot of other restaurants misinterpret it. That, that I think they would just make it very, very spicy or mm -hmm. too spicy. And a little bit too blackened. Um, it just didn't quite get the technique right. That uh, yeah, could be. It was a busy, busy place. Was one of one of the reasons for it because it was just busy all the time. 
Well, I remember, too, then, at that time, um, we couldn't get um, black uh, 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 redfish. We mm-hmm. couldn't get redfish there for a while because uh, it was so popular. that I think they had to put a, uh, a halt, a, a moratorium on catching redfish. Uh, and that was, I think, when drumfish became popular. Now, I, I think redfish is in uh-huh. the family of the yeah, drumfish. very much so. But, uh, you know, I've, I, I just made a, a little note to myself about this. Um, I, I remember this actually happened at K. Paul's one day. I was in there. They, they, would, le- they would let me come in in those days. Uh, for a while, uh, Chef Paul did not allow me to come into his restaurant. Uh, I, I can't uh, be mad at him for that. He's, he's one of the great, great guys in the business. So anyhow, uh, he was talking, talking to one of his people. And they said, you know, we had, we had a funny thing happen to us today. There was somebody who came in and wanted a redfish, a blackened redfish. And we could all, the only thing we could give them is a, um, I hope I get this out. out um, and uh, what, what he wound up doing was a blackfish and it was redfish, on, you know, grill, grilled redfish. If I had a blackened redfish and the next thing you know, he was... You get the idea. Ron, the gourmet waiter. What? Huh? What? You say Ron is about to come in? Did I hear that? Good afternoon. Ron, the gourmet waiter. Here he is. How are you all doing? And uh, also still here is Alan, Alan Tobe. So everybody's here. It's it's always a pleasure to to hear you, Ron. you're a pro on the radio. Uh, I wish I was as uh, I did the same great job that you do whenever whenever you walk in. Let me just say that I really enjoy listening to you. And I'm going to be quiet now and let uh, you um, have a seat and talk. Okay. Well, thank Why you very not? much. It's a great show. I certainly appreciate being part of it. Good. Well, come on in and do it. Well, thank you. I think this You're is welcome. the first time ever that I've actually called the show, and I've been barbecuing. I'm uh, oh, really? okay, so I'm with my neighbors, and we're doing some grilled chicken wings. Yeah. Oh, so what sounds good to I me. So what I've done is i some chicken wings overnight to get them kind of soft and clean them up a little bit. Yeah. And then I put them on the grill and grilled them, and then I, I put a wok next to the grill, and I built an yeah. Asian sauce into uh-huh. the wok. Mm, good idea. The chicken wings come off the wok. I uh, put them into the wok, or off the grill. I put them into the wok, and then I put mm-hmm. the wok on the grill. So what I'm doing is I'm just kind of flipping them around a little bit and uh, just building the Asian sauce into the wings. Anyway, mm-hmm. we're having a great time. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing great. Nice to hear from you. We are here in, because of the puzzled circumstances in which we find ourselves lately. Ron, let me ask you, if I may. So this sounds yes, sir. Uh, I'm intrigued. Uh, you're getting that grilled flavor. Uh, at first, when you put it on the grill, obviously, and then and then you're, you're doing it with the sauce, and then putting it back on the grill. Do you close the cover? Are you like smoking it as well, or is this always open grill while you're doing this? I Just put the there. I put the cover down to keep the fire from coming up and burning. I've got great heat, but once I put the lid on the grill, the uh, orange yeah. fire goes out. The idea is we're kind of ovening them. I flip them uh, once or twice. Once they're just about ready, I take them and I put them off the grill into the wok. And my, what my sauce is, it's lime juice, 
soy and peanut butter of all things. Just a little bit of peanut butter. So I, I built a nice. peanut butter sauce. Oh, that sounds fantastic. I flip I, it is, and a little bit, a little bit of black, black pepper at the end. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty much it. That uh, sounds full of stuff. Do you? Hmm? Do you marinate? It's a simple sauce. Please. It's lime juice, soy sauce, and peanut butter. Just a touch of peanut oh, butter, though. That's unique. It sounds like you're, there's no need to marinate. You're not marinating the chicken wings before uh, in the fridge before you uh, put it on the grill. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I brine them overnight in salt water, so I don't marinate them. Once you brine them, they become very soft, and the uh, NaCl, sodium chloride, actually cleans up any bacteria that's on them, so they're nice and clean. They're a little more tender, and then I just put them on the grill. I grill them a little bit, throw them into the wok where I built my sauce, and I put the wok mm-hmm. back on the pit, and I just flip them a couple of times, that little shake that you do with the wok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's, that's, really uh, that's straightforward and right in the middle of all of those uh, flavors. That sounds good to me. Bring me some. Great nah, show as uh, always. Uh, again, a shout out to Doug, the magician behind the glass. Boy, there's oh, no please. question about that. That we could hardly live without. <laughs> uh, you're not. You're not going away though, are you? Are you still there? Uh, that's you. Uh, I'm talking. About. Huh? Wait. What? Alan, you're, you're not leaving yet, are you? I'm, oh no, no. I'm, I'm still here. But since Ron was out grilling with um, oh, okay. friends and neighbors. I think he's gone. Um, he's, he's back to, oh. the, uh, to the chicken wings. Oh, gosh. Well, maybe we could get him back for a few minutes. I, I was I was just going to ask him. But just, I'm always tempted whenever I grill. Um, I, and, and I don't know how many people still do this. I, I, I really like grilled corn on the cob. Uh, wow. So how many I do you need? I, well, I was going to just say if, if he was uh, with his side... Uh, uh, if he was doing any vegetables or anything uh, on the side there, along with the chicken wings. But, um, anyways, um, it sounds really uh, whatever he Different. does. That's why. That's why he is called the, the gourmet waiter. He is a gourmet. Yes, he is. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 